What's going on, guys? This is Glenn, and welcome to episode 108 of the Glenn Thinks the Podcast, Father's Day Weekend Edition. It's Father's Day Weekend. How you guys doing? Are you doing something nice for your dad this weekend? I got my dad like a, I got a card that says something like, uh, dads are daughters biggest heroes or something like that it's supposed to be a father's day card from a daughter to a dad so that is the little that's the little joke of it so that's pretty funny i've always given him weird cards through the years or funny cards it's just what he probably has come to expect from me because everybody else does like nice sentiments and stuff like that but uh but i'm always just like Here's something that that is funny to me. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't even have to be funny to him. As long as it's funny to me, that's what Father's Day is all about, right? But uh, thank God for good fathers, and uh, and I'm sorry if your dad is dead, or not there, or was never there. You're like Glenn. I didn't ever have no good dad, and you're just bringing up something painful. Well, I'm sorry, man. That's kind of how I feel. Like, that's kind of how I feel, like, on holidays that ain't got nothing to do with me, you know? Like, there's some holidays that just ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, uh, Valentine's Day really doesn't. If you don't have, uh, if you're not, like, married, you know, or sucking up. To, it's really, Valentine's Day is more for the people that are sucking up to somebody that they want to marry. But, uh, but, uh, I guess once you get married and the love dies... Like, you don't do as much, maybe. But, uh, I don't know. There's holidays that don't, don't, like, mean nothing to me. Like, isn't there Grandparents' Day? All my grandparents are dead, so, like, uh, that's not really that. I can't walk around being butthurt just because people don't have dead grandparents and they got living ones, you know? So, you just gotta take what you get. You gotta get, you gotta take what you get and not pitch a fit, is what I always say. Actually... I don't always say that. I just like made that up right now. But, but anyway, um, I've been having some weird dreams lately that I wanted to mention on this week's podcast. I've I've had dreams about uh, steak, and they're not really sexual dreams. Like, but they're at that level where it's like something that's real. You know how when you're young, like maybe when you're like a young like maybe adolescent or 20s you might have sex dreams or you might have dreams about women or i don't know about women i've never been one so i don't know if y'all be having dreams about guys like that where it's just like oh la la but but it's kind of like the steak dreams have that kind of a feel because that's like i love steak so i would marry steak if i could marry i love steak so much I've talked about on the podcast how, like, during the pandemic, I started this thing called Steak Day. Every Friday, I do Steak Day. And see, everybody, I was on my own last night. I was totally by myself on Steak Night. And, dude, I did it up big for myself just because I believe in it. It's, like, part of my religion now. And But I had a dream this week about steak. And it was kind of, it wasn't the first one that I've had lately. And I don't know if it's just something that's built into my subconscious to where I'm like, well, it's something that I really enjoy. So since it means so much to me, maybe that's why I dream like that. 
that's like a sad dream. That's what, it's like a fat guy's dream, you know. It's so bad to be dreaming about food. In your 30s or so, man, this this is not what I imagined my 30s, my late 30s would be. I ain't even 30, I'm going to be 30, well, I'm going to be this year. I'm going to be like 39 this year. I can't even, I'm like closer to 40. Like I'm almost 40 and I'm having fat guy dreams, man. I'm not dreaming about sex. I'm dreaming about, like, ribeye. I'm not just dreaming about, like, a single ribeye sizzling on the grill or whatever. But, which I perfected, by the way. But it's like I dream of, like, the big hunks of meat that butchers cut up. And I'm like, oh, It's just kind of sad, man. I know. Another dream that I've had, I've had it a couple times, like, within the last couple months. I actually had it again last night i had this dream right and i've talked about on the podcast before i have a few friends that are dead like that were pretty significant that were key players in my life man and uh like close friends uh that are dead and like i've dreamt about this one guy man i've dreamt about this one guy and and when people die young i think that i've talked about before and just since, like, since I brought you down this much in the introduction of the podcast today, I might as well say it. But when people die young, you really, there's like a sense of closure that is lacking when people die young because you don't feel like they got to live their full life out yet. And there's just something kind of unresolved, like kind of empty feeling that I've carried around, and you might be like, well, you need therapy. Well, I probably need therapy. Therapy would probably do me a lot of good for a lot of stuff, but then I wouldn't think stuff as much as I do, maybe. You know, maybe even medication might be good for someone like me, but then I wouldn't... What if I was just fixed? What if I was fixed, and I just went through life like everybody else, like, tra-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la, and I didn't think about stuff in kind of a twisted way sometimes, then I wouldn't be able to do this podcast, and life wouldn't be that fun, right? If life was happy for me, it wouldn't be that fun. (laughs) If I found fulfillment in things, and I resolved deep, deep issues that I have from childhood... I don't want that. Who wants that? That sounds boring, man. I want to see life through a skewed perspective, through through a foggy lens. I want to see things the wrong way. That's sick, Glenn. You should just... Anyway, it don't matter. But uh, it doesn't even matter. But anyway, so I've dreamt about this one guy in particular, right? And it's not... I've actually been reading a little bit about it because I was like, what does this mean? Like, what's going on? Why do I keep dreaming? Because I know I know lots of dead people. So why am I dreaming about this one dude in particular, right? And it's not like crazy dreams. It's not. It's like mundane stuff. I think the one that I dreamed last night was so boring. We were getting ready for like one of our kids' birthday parties, right? And this is something that we never got to do. We never got to experience, right? And uh, it was just something mundane. Like, it was like something that, that I would do now. But when we were friends, it wasn't like kids weren't part of the equation. And so it was like something like if he were still alive. You know what I mean? And we were the people that 
we were both kind of the people that I am today, like my speed and what it's important to me, like family and stuff like that. So we're getting ready for a kid's birthday and we're just simple and we're laughing. We're laughing in the dream together, right? And so since this is the second dream that I've had that's kind of like this recently, besides all the fat boy meat dreams I'd be having, like, uh, so I started reading about it this morning. I talked about how some people believe that that's like them, like trying to contact you from like the other side, whatever you believe. Well, I'm not here to talk about specifically what people believe. You know what I mean? Like, everybody has their beliefs. Like, I have my beliefs, but there's not... This isn't part of that. This isn't, like, something that... According to what I believe, it's not something that they're like, yeah, this happens. But it's not something that they say, this doesn't happen. You know? And so that kind of made me feel good, man. This this kind of made me feel like maybe this is a thing, you know? And... You know, even if it's not, and I don't know what specifically he's trying to communicate with me about. Maybe he just wants me to to know that he remembers me because I remember this guy. You know what I mean? It's my friend. I remember this guy. And that's kind of, that's kind of not, I don't know. That's not, comforting might not be the right word, but it kind of gives you some kind of closure to where it just is like, man, that is what's up, you know? Maybe, maybe from the other side. I mean, we remember people that leave us. Surely, if you believe in any kind of afterlife, surely they remember us too. You know, if especially if you're friends with somebody, you know, and and especially it's not. I think nine times out of ten, you don't usually get to say goodbye. You know, so uh, so that's just something that I read about. And I thought that I was kind of cool. And I was like, even if that's not true, that's just what I'm going to believe. You know, because sometimes you got to believe stuff that that it doesn't affect. It doesn't affect anybody. Like, if you believe something that's just totally made up, as long as it works for you and it's not hurting anybody, what's it hurt? I mean, what's it? It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. Well, Glenn, you should be the seeker of truth. Well, should you? Is there absolute like is there is there abs- is there an absolute for everything, you know? And if you spend your life chasing the absolute answer to every question that you have, isn't that kind of a waste of life, you know? Because you'll get stuck. You'll get stuck on stuff that doesn't really matter. Like if you dream about your friend and you're like, "Well, what is the answer? What what I want to know the truth about what that means." You know, you might have to go to, like, medical school. Like, brain doctor medical school for years and years to find the answer to your question. Or find somebody else's theory, you know. And that's all that people's truth... People's truth a lot of times is just some guy's theory or some lady's theory. Well, that's their theory. Well, how do you know it to be true, oh, wise person? Well, it's because this smart man had a theory, Glenn. Well, well, that don't mean nothing. That just means that they had them a theory is all that means. So why not come up with my own theory that works for me that makes me happy? You know what I'm saying? Not with everything, but some stuff. I got a good podcast today. And, uh, well, I don't even know. I haven't recorded it yet. <laughs> so, so that's a rather confident statement. But I hope that I do. So uh, let's start it.
there's been a lot of press conferences lately. Maybe it's just me, but it seems like every day people's just doing press conferences all the time now. Press conferences used to mean a lot more, you know, and when people are like, they're going to have a press conference, you're like, a press conference? I want to see the press conference. But now everybody, they'd be press conferencing like willy-nilly. I can't even, if I wanted to watch all the press conferences every day, I just have to quit my job and like... (laughs) Just just watch press conferences. You know, even Cartoon Network's coming out with press conferences. Everybody's got press conferences, right? So, But, like, I stopped watching them because everybody you had, like, on a national level, when COVID hit, you're like, they're like, we're going to do a press conference. Instead of just being like, look, this is going on. The pandemic is going on. It sucks. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask because wearing a mask, like, hadn't that turned into something like it's turned into like a political issue, you know? Especially in South, in South Carolina, people's like, I ain't wearing no mask because America. And then, like, <laughs> then you turn on the news and it's like record numbers of COVID in South Carolina. <laughs> and so, like, I don't know, man. I got some masks, I wear them if I'm like in an office building or something like that, but uh. I'm pretty much staying at home and trying to socially distance when I am out. But I got them. I got them. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean you don't know. If I don't wear one, you don't know who I'm voting for. And if I do wear one, that ain't signaling. That's my, I'm signaling to my fellow voters. But, uh, yeah, it's just got crazy. But anyway, to make a long story longer, everybody's doing press conferences all the godforsaken time now. And so... Usually, I don't watch them anymore because most press conferences are stupid. You know, they really are because it's just it's just some kind of a political agenda, it seems like. Or it's just people regurgitating the same stuff over and over again. You know, but I saw, I saw a news headline. I don't know if it was like a coronavirus uh, press conference because you got those going on like a million of them a day. Uh, and, uh... And I don't remember what it was, but it was pretty much, it was about this sign language person. It's like a sign language interpreter that was fake, that was like not qualified and just got up there and did a bunch of like, just a bunch, made up a bunch of hand gestures. Is it gestures or gestures? It don't matter, Glenn, if we wanted to. If we wanted to learn proper English, your podcast would be the last thing we listen to. But they just got up there and did a lot of crazy signs with their hands that didn't make any sense. Well, this made me laugh. This made me laugh, man, because it's just funny because because like for all the deaf people that are tuning in or hearing impaired, whatever you're supposed to call them, special ears, whatever. But anyway, like for the people that cannot hear, uh, they're just totally left in the dark, you know, and confused. So I looked up and this isn't a new thing. This is like, this is something that happens in America. People just be like, yeah, because, you know, if you if you kind of if you apply for a job that you're not qualified for, you know what I mean? Like if you get in over your head a little bit, you know, you might be able to fake it until you can learn the job or, you know, do what you need to do. If you, if you, 
you know, if you made your your resume a little bit more colorful than your actual working experience, you might be able to get by with that. But when it comes to jobs like being a sign language, like an interpreter in the public eye on TV, that's like that's like if you don't know it, it's going to be instantly apparent. And so I looked it up trying to find which one it was like that I saw I looked it up because I saw the news story but I just want to like I was just sitting around was like I want to say that again because that was funny to me you know maybe I'll I'll talk about it on my podcast but I found one that just was the perfect example it's not the exact one that I saw but this is a news story from like December 5th 2017 right this is like an old fake sign language person story and I thought that I would just tell you about it today because it's, it's hilarious it's hilarious to, that this is even a news story it says fake sign language interpreter delivered gibberish in Florida fake sign language interpreter delivered gibberish in Florida this from uh let's see the AP Associated Press is what that means I do believe my good person uh, Tuesday, December 5th, 2017. All right. And it says underneath, there's a video of it. And it said, Interpreter Derlin Roberts made signs that made no sense during a press conference about the arrest of a suspected serial killer in Florida. So this isn't just like a, a news conference. This That's just like, you know, we've decided that we're going to, you know, paint the parking lot at the at the elementary school and this is like a big deal man this is like they caught a serial killer and they're doing a press conference about it so the article says tampa florida hearing impaired people tuning into news conference about the arrest of a suspected serial killer got a message of gibberish from from an american sign language interpreter as tampa police chief brian duggan announced the arrest of howell donaldson wednesday night interpreter derlin roberts was there beside him making signs that made no sense she sat up there and waved her arms like she was singing jingle bells rachel sam satambrino who is a who is deaf and teaches american sign language at the university of south florida told the tampa bay times through an interpreter among the things this 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 is great i'm sorry I'm sorry, man, but this is funny. Among the things Robert signed, according to Setembrino, was the following. 51 hours ago, 0-12-22, indecipherable. Murder, 3 minutes and 14 weeks ago, in old, indecipherable. Murder, 4-5-55,000, plea 10 arrest, murder bush, indecipherable. 3, age 24. In fact, the chief was providing a timeline of the four shootings and describing how his agency had received some 5,000 tips before arresting the 24-year-old suspect. <laughs> I was disappointed, confused, upset, and really want to know why the city of Tampa's chief of police, who was responsible for my safety, did not check her out, Santabrino said. Man, that is like that. And then it goes on and on, but that's like... Just the fact that that happens, you might be like, Glenn, that's terrible. That's the absolute terrible thing that happened. But come on, man. Imagine if somebody did a press conference, which I've seen some press conferences that were like, 
that were just gibberish, you know, with the people talking. I'm not even hearing impaired. And it seems like sometimes when I watch press conferences, it's just like gibberish, man. But, like, this is... Imagine if somebody just got up there like the chief of police and he was like 51 hours ago, 0, 12, 22, murder three minutes and 14 ago, an old murder, 4, 5, 55,000, plea, 10 arrest, murder, Bush, 3, age 24. Like, if he just said that, dude, I'm sorry. That would be, that would be funny. It would be funny because I like for people to be uncomfortable. I don't really like the fact that, that hearing impaired people might have been uncomfortable, but I don't think that they really were. She was just getting up there. You you can look this up, man. You can look you can Google it and watch the video. She's out there just going to town, man. Just going to town with great confidence. Because you when you watch people that do sign language, they really don't they have confidence. Those people are confident, you know? I don't know if it's something, I don't know, just how expressive they are, you know? I've never really watched, sometimes, like, I watch sign language people just because they're, like, being so, they're being more emotional with their facial expressions and stuff than the person that's actually, that's actually talking. Sometimes, like, I'll quit listening to the person that's, that's talking, just watch them and be like, whoa, they're really into this, you know? But I've always had a mind that kind of wandered. Like, like when I was young and my dad would be praying, if he prayed a really long prayer, like really long, man, my mind would go all over the place. And usually I would come back towards the end of the prayer, like I would come back into reality and be like, whoa, what is he talking about? But, like, and that's not, that's just how I am. You know, I'm not saying that you should do that. It's like my mind, sometimes I have trouble, uh, I have trouble. But anyway, like, that's funny, man. If you want to see it, if you want to look it up, you can look it up. Something that uh, that I haven't done on the podcast for a while was, remember when I did, like, uh, I talked about whispers. And if you if you don't know what, what whispers are, it's this app that you can download, right? And uh, it's kind of like a social media, um, a social media a platform or app or whatever uh, that you can download and I don't see why it's not bigger than it is I know it's big but I don't see why more people aren't into it because it's like exactly my lane it's like the it's like the coolest thing and and like the breakdown of what it is 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 it's people just sharing their thoughts like what they're thinking and you can you can chat with people on this app, but I never have. I just like reading all the different people's thoughts. And uh, and so what I did today was I downloaded or I I screenshotted. I screenshotted rather um, some that I thought just random ones. I just scroll through it and and uh and screenshotted some random ones just because I thought that would be fun because I haven't done it in a while. But anyway, here's the first one, right? Okay, this is somebody's thought, all right? I feel like I feel like spent a lot of time learning to speak the proper way just to be mocked for it in real life. All right, so just this one, I just noticed it's now. I didn't even notice it the first time that that I read it. Uh, it says I feel like spent a lot of time learning to speak the proper way just to be mocked 
for it in real life. That should say, I feel like I spent a lot of time learning to speak the proper way just to be mocked for it in real life. So you might have, like, you might have learned the right way to speak, but you didn't learn the right way to talk or the right way to proofread. You know, sometimes, like, a lot of times I try to proofread even text before I send them because I leave out words like that. So, no, hey, I'm not being judgmental. I'm just saying that you can't type good. But, uh, but people don't want people to speak properly. You know, I've been around people that speak properly. I've been around, I've dated people that speak properly. I've, I've hung out with people that speak properly. If I spoke like this and enunciated every word, would this podcast be, no, man, it would be annoying. It would be annoying if everyone learned to speak the proper way and they used proper grammar for everything. Because if you use proper grammar for everything, like if you go around using big words, I've had a big, like, I've been, I'll admit this, I've learned a word before and just been like, that is a fun word to say. And I've tried to work it into conversations. But a lot of times people use the wrong words. And that's what I enjoy more is when people try to use big words, but they use them improperly. When they use big words improperly, I like to, um, I like to, uh, poke at them and have a little fun but i don't know man like if you spent so much time learning to speak properly and you're mocked for it maybe there's some like there's some fancy talkers out there you're hanging in the wrong social circles person person that made this but uh so that's my two cents on that one. This is another one that's pretty good i'm convinced that i'm secretly mentally disabled because everybody Everyone has patronized me my entire life. <laughs> and it has a picture of like a guy in a wheelchair. But if you're, I don't know, that's not mentally disabled. Like, I'm secretly mentally disabled because everyone has patronized me my entire life. Maybe you just hang out with a lot, like a lot of nice people. Maybe you have like a nice family and you have nice friends. You know, some people. I can't hang out with people that are just nice all the time. There has to be some low blows. There has to be there has to be like some some making fun of each other and taking shots at each other. You know, some sarcasm. So I can get why if you're just around people that are nice to you all the time, that would be like kinda I would be kinda suspecting something was off too, you know what I mean? But if you have this kind of if you have that kind of thought, you know, are you just being paranoid? Because if you were mentally disabled, would you, if nobody ever told you and everybody's just nice to you, would you really come up with that on your own? I don't know. I just thought that that was funny. Maybe I'm mentally disabled because all of these people are nice to me. All right, let's get another one. Most of the day, I'm relieved that my marriage is over. There is still part of the day that it's still sad. Well, you just don't got it, man. If your marriage is over, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me lay a little knowledge, a little wisdom on you. If you're still sad part of the day that your marriage is over, and this is people's, like, some people share stupid stuff on on whisper but i mean i can tell just by reading this this is somebody that's feeling some kind of way right this is somebody that actually still has they still kind of grapple and struggle with the fact that their marriage is over they just haven't they just haven't 
they haven't gotten there yet with it. You know what I mean? If you need to talk to somebody, there's nothing wrong with talking to somebody because you can be emotionally traumatized, you know? And some people can't go through certain stuff without without getting a little hand up, without getting a little help, you know? If it's a friend that you do, if you talk to a friend, you know, if you have a close friend, I'd talk to them, you know, and be like, this is how I feel. I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't put it on, like, it's cool that, like, if you want to put it on the internet for people that don't even know you to read, but it really won't do you any good until you, like, talk to a friend. If you need a therapist, talk to a therapist. There's no shame in that because if you're still sad, something's there, you need to resolve it. You know, you gotta, if something's over, if, like, if, like, if you're reading a book, right, and you read through chapter one, you know, and you get to chapter two and you're in chapter two, you don't need to be, like, caught up in chapter one. You need to be moving on with the story and using what you read in chapter one to to uh, to keep you going in the story. Like, you know, if you have a failed marriage, you know more about what's up in life than people that don't have one. You know, in kind of in, in some regards, you know... You have some kind, because like with pain, if you if you get through it, that's one thing. But if you grow through it, that's what's important. So anytime any kind of painful emotional stuff or physical or anything comes at you in life, you should try to learn what you need to learn from it, right? And so that way you can apply that and you can use that in your life, you know, and to help somebody else. If somebody else, you see somebody else struggling with something, be like, man, I went through something. Might not be exact, but similar. And there's kind of like a camaraderie, maybe. There's kind of like something comforting and knowing that, you know, because everybody can pat you on the back and being like, it's, you know, I can't imagine or I thoughts and prayers are with you but if somebody like pats you on the back and is like dude I've been there man I've been there then there's something like there's a value to that life experience you know so I would say to this person this bummer of a whisper if you're still sad some of the day you need to talk about it and figure that out right there's some here's a good one to follow that one right here's a good one I got a good one uh, anyone ever had a boyfriend that constantly poops his pants intentionally and leaves it for you to clean up? He gets mad when I bring it up. <laughs> oh, man. So anybody out there, maybe somebody that listens to my podcast is like, man, I hate it when my boyfriend poops his pants and leaves it for me to clean up and then gets mad when I say something about it. To me, that's funny. If that's if that's not true, kudos to the person for coming up with that. Well done. Uh, and if that is true, like, think about that. Think about being in a relationship with somebody and, like, they just poop their pants and then they're like, just leave it for you to clean up, you know? And then if you're like, man, why do you be pooping your pants? You know, I do the laundry, but I'm tired of cleaning up the poop pants all the time. And and then they're like, I can't believe you brought that up. You know I have IBS. <laughs> like if you did have a medical condition, if you did, if you had some medical 
condition where you just like constantly walked around dumping in your pants wouldn't you clean that up would, would you would leave that for your that's like some security in a relationship like I want a relationship like that not with like where I can do that <laughs> like I can't wait to have a relationship where I can just take a dump in my pants all the time and somebody clean it up. I'm not saying that, but that's like ride or die right there. You know, because most people would read this and be like, uh, you leave him. That's what you do. But this is like somebody that's like ride or die right here. That's love. That is love right there. And you might be like, Glenn, that's like some kind of psychological abuse right there. But, I mean, somebody that is... I'm just... I'm talking about loyalty. I'm not talking about any other aspect because he has messed up. If he has a medical condition, if he doesn't have a medical condition, it's still messed up. Well, it's way more messed up. I don't know. Is it way more messed up? Either way, he's leaving it for them to clean up. So... I'm just talking about the loyalty that this person has, you know, because they're like, he just keeps on pooping his pants and, like, I got to be cleaning it up all the time. And he gets mad when I say anything, you know? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, can I can I get an amen? Anybody out there struggling with this? These are people's thoughts. So that's one. That is one. Okay, here is... Here is the last one that I will read. I will not wear a mask exclamation point i refuse to comply with unlawful mandates and participate in the leftist scare tactics this is what's like you're what's wrong with a lot of stuff man like masks are not political and i hate that it's like i hate that it's come to this right i hate that it's come to i hate that it's come to like just people I mean, just the whole political atmosphere now. I hate that it's like this, you know? You don't get to tell me. Nobody's, like, telling you nothing, you know? Everybody calm down. I did say, man, if I if I go to the store soon again, like, there's a store in my town, and it says, if you, it has this big sign on the door, and it said, if you lick your fingers when you're paying with cash, it says, we will not accept the bills. It's like this big sign on the door. And I was like, that's great. Somebody, like, did that, and they got mad. So they uh, they made him a sign telling us not to lick our fingers. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's just a few whispers. I'm not going to beat it to death. That's the only ones I'll do today. But, yeah, the poop your pants one's probably my favorite. That's ride or die right there. Someday, I don't know, man. I've been thinking about it. I've been watching a lot. Like I talked about on last week's podcast, I have been binging out on 90 Day Fiance. And it's really crazy. Like, there's this season. I think it's season three now. And there's this guy. And he has, like, a, I think he's 58. And he has a 19-year-old uh fiance right from the philippines and i was like this is this and all his kids are raised right he had one he had one lady he married a lady from the philippines they had three kids like quick when he was younger they had three kids and so he raised his kids and they're all out of the house now i think his he has some money i think one of his daughters is like maybe 20 or 21 and she lives in his guest house but um 
But anyway, like his wife just left him with the kids. She wanted a different life. She just left him with the kids. So he raised three kids on his own. And now that they're older, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm, it's me time. You know, I want to, I want to be happy. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, that is, I mean, that's, that's understandable, right? When you pour yourself and props to single parents, when you pour yourself into being a good parent, that just kind of consumes you because you're trying to handle a lot of stuff. You know, you're trying to handle a lot of stuff that might usually be a team effort. And when this guy, he did it, like, from what I understood, his ex-wife wasn't even in the picture. She just bounced, right? And so he met this 19-year-old, and whatever you're thinking, I don't know, man. It's not my job. It's not my job to, like, to judge them. But at the same time, like, we all, we all going to be judging people a little bit. You know what I mean? And so, and so I was like, 19, what is that? Like, come on. You know, that's got to be like a physical thing, you know, because if you're 58, you've lived all this life, you're 58 and you have a 19 year old fiance that you're going to marry. That's kind of going to be about one thing. So I was like thinking, what about when I'm older? You know, when I'm if I just like date and don't ever really I'm not like what if I just decide like I just want to maybe date here and there and not settle down until like my kids are grown like wouldn't that be hilarious if I showed up to Thanksgiving dinner and I'm like 50 years old and I have like a 25 year old wouldn't that be hilarious I and I started thinking about what that would look like not that I'm saying I want to do that I'm gonna do that I just it made me laugh while I was watching the show it made me happy to just think about sometimes it makes you happy just to think about people's reaction you know if you're having a conversation with somebody and you have sometimes maybe not everybody but me i'll have an off the wall thought about like this is how i could respond to them in this conversation like i could just say something totally off the wall shocking catch them off guard kind of like my my father's day card from my daughter you know, to my dad, I like, I like to catch people off guard and it makes me happy. It gives me some sense of satisfaction, even just, just even to think about what their reaction would be if I would say or do something. So it brought me, it like, it gave me some kind of joy inside of me just to think about each and every one of my family's reaction to me being old and showing up with like a 25 year old from the Philippines, you know, or from Russia or the Ukraine or all these different places that people meet people off 90 day fiance. I was like, man, just, it would be some of my family's reactions would be priceless. You know, just, just because they'd be like, well, and some of them, some of them would be like, this is not surprising at all. And even that, even that reaction in my head, like I could, I could kind of figure out the relatives that would be like, that doesn't surprise me about Glenn. Like that made me, that tickled me. Like that made me happy. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, it's just like, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Who knows what? what will happen between now and then who we we never know what's gonna happen man 
that's the beauty in life we never know what's going on this year's been kind of all over the place you know a lot of people feel i don't know unsure of a lot of stuff but i think it's gonna be all right i think we're gonna be all right you know but uh thanks for listening to the podcast today thank you thank you to listening to my sporadic my sporadic rants about whatever I want to talk about but uh, it's all meant and good fun if you ever get butt hurt over something I say just remember that I might not even mean it I'm just saying I'm just saying words to pass the time but uh but anyway I hope everybody has a good week and uh, if you want to contact me or hear me talk about anything in particular uh, the contact information is in the notes of this podcast you can uh you can even if you got some like constructive criticism like dude you just suck and you need to stop doing this and you need to go to therapy and get on medication because i would i think the world would be better without your podcast and you can hate on me you know because i won't lose sleep over you if you hate on me i'll tell you what i'll do i'll go to sleep and i'll dream about steak that's what'll happen but everybody have a great week be good to each other peace out